0: God, how do you record?
1: Like this. Oh, like this? Okay. You just just speak into the mic and sounds come out and if they can't hear you, it's their fault their ears are broken. Obviously.
0: (laughs) Welcome to episode 53 of 4th and Dirty, and that's right, Jesse's back at the helm recording. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing anymore. As we were talking before, I completely lost my groove. (laughs) I've been turned into a llama. I don't know what to do anymore, man.
1: Oh my, everything is like one second off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: That would be terrible if everything was just somehow one second slightly off of this mm. recording. Yeah. I've, I completely somehow forgot everything about audio engineering.
1: Mm. Oh, uh, Lordy. Just like school. You you cram, 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 learn, 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 test, test, test. And then like a week after, <laughs> information dumped down. You don't even know. Like, exactly. How do I tie my shoes? <laughs>
0: So, sp- speaking of why I happen to be recording, uh, Evan gave me permission to talk about this as vaguely as I can. Um, more or less, he got uh, attacked at work and whooped some motherfucker's ass. And so, uh, we decided to give him the night off, and I had to force him to actually take the night off. He was going to call in anyways, and I was like, no, just stop. Just take the fucking night. He whoop somebody's ass you're fine we'll <laughs> we'll handle it for you. Evan will be back next week, so nothing to worry about guys like I said, uh, he's perfectly fine. he whooped that dumbass's ass, so nothing to stress out about, but that's why he's off tonight <laughs> righty, moving on with our show news. I have been uh pre prepping our uh Fantasy football one oh one and two o one episodes we did kind of articleizing them for us, so then we yes. can throw those up on the websites so you know if anybody you know any of your families or friends anyone who's interested about what the hell you're obsessing about, and maybe they want to try it, they're just curious, those will be up on the website as prominent links. You can go find them, learn how to play fantasy football, come join the excitement.
1: Yeah, and even for those of you who are already, you know, kind of experienced in the fantasy football, you know, it's not bad to have a refresher. We just talked about, you know, information flushing down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These articles will give you a nice refresher, and they'll keep get you up to date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: I layered that. I layered that. There we go. All right, let's get into that. NFL news. Ezekiel Elliott gets a six year ninety million dollar extension.
1: God damn. just like that's just smacking more and more of Dak Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> like Amara <"I'm> Cooper.
0: Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Uh, Every and literally anybody over Dak. No. 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 And so on top of it not only is it a 6 year 90 million extension but 50 million of it is guaranteed which now apparently makes him the highest paid running back in NFL history fuck
1: you Christian McCaffrey <laughs> damn Is he um, worth it? You think he's worth that kind of money? Um he is essentially that team's engine. Oh for sure. Um a lot of the offense ran through him, his, especially like his first year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, both him and Dak came into the league same year, I believe. Yes. Um, I so. And he has either improved or been top three running back for oh, s- yeah. ever since he's gotten to the league. He is he's, he's the most consistent high tier running back since he's yeah been outside around.
0: of Christian McCaffrey. He is the next most consistent. I mean, and if, the only bad year he had was the one where he got suspended because he's a dumbass like yeah. that's it yeah that's because he' just missed games <laughs> like
1: yeah he's yeah he doesn't miss games because of injury um I don't think he's ever been injured he yeah, he is' a super duper workhorse. um I'm always scared to go up against him cause oh, yeah. could, it doesn't matter if it's two a two, uh, half or three quarters of the way in and he has like one point. He'll blow up on you. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. It just sucks. So, congrats to him, getting more money. Speaking of, Derek Henry also got a four-year,
0: fifty-million-dollar deal with the Titans.
1: This is a great deal for both sides. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, Titans don't get to break the bank, mm-hmm. so they like you know how like uh, they do for a lot of running backs, where they uh, they sign them to a gigantic deal and then. That same year, they get hurt, and they are <laughs> they can't okay. live up to the contract. Yeah, absolutely. Or vice versa, where they are just, they don't want to sign him. Mm. And Melvin Gordon kind of, you know, they're like, no, we're not going to give you money. How dare you? And he walks. Yeah. Um. And, you know, good for Derrick Henry as well. You know, that's, the guaranteed money is good. I think he got like 25 north of that. Yeah, something like, like that. 25 guaranteed. Yeah. 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 So... You know that's gonna bring him to. I think he's 26 now, so so is he's, he's gonna be 30 by the time Ooh, the that's, deal that's ends. That's good timing, right? Right so, at that that cliff. <laughs> so the Titans know what they're doing, and it's good. All and you know for those of you in Dynasty, that's great knowing that you're gonna have a running back for at least the next four years. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: I just realized once again. Uh, fourth and deary doing doing the uh, the serendipitous thing. We had two running back deals happen on this, the the fucking week we're talking about. Running back top fifteen running backs here. Industry sources. of us. We got the inside news. All right, AJ Green signs his franchise tags, so and nothing to stress about there. Reporting to camp on time. Yeah, he's
1: he's not gonna be on that team next year. No, absolutely not. Um Get but, your Tyler Boyd chairs. <laughs> um, I mean that's good for AJ Green. Um, I really hope. That he's able to stay healthy right. and avoid all of the pebbles on <laughs> the field. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Who would win? A freak human or one tiny rock? Oh, the rock! Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucked up his ankle so hard that he was out for the year. I mean, I hope he's going to be healthy. Um, when he is, he is a fantastic wide receiver, you know, uh, top five, easy, so amazing. If it just um, wasn't injured all the damn time, like you said. And he did all that with the Andy Dalton. Oh. Uh, like, now that he has Joe Burrow, I think he'll Oh my god. Be f- he'll be f- he'll be fine. Of course he, uh, of course
0: he finally gets a good quarterback the year before he's done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, like
0: ah, oh, shame. Poor I Jay think Green. he still
1: has plenty of years. I think he's like what, 30? 30, 31? Somewhere oh around god. there. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> excuse me. Um I think he'll be fine. Um I, you know, even though Joe Burrow is gonna be a much better quarterback than andy dalton was last year he's still a rookie quarterback so that does limit a.j green's like ceiling absolutely but you know i'm glad that he's able to at least have this one more year
0: mm-hmm. someone who is not having another year and i couldn't possibly be happier because you know how much i hate this guy
1: Boo, boo, burger. boo,
0: antonio brown says he's finally done with football thank the fucking gods Ah. Don't um, have to ever talk about this crazy person
1: again. Well, for now, till next week. <laughs> <laughs> Til I mean, he could easily change his mind. He's changed his mind so much in the past year. Um, I doubt this is going to be the last time we'll hear about Antonio Brown. Um, he might be just taking a year off, <laughs> another year off,
0: rather. It was it was so strange about that whole situation. Was you know he was up in Seattle working out with the Seahawks. And that's what happened. You know, I was, I, when I'm like running through the news, trying to like catch up for the show and stuff, it's like you know I'm like reading from like last week, and it's like, oh, the Seahawks are doing a deep dive with Antonio Proud. and then today I'm done with football. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, cool, go, yeah, go, cool, go,
1: cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that probably is about, like he was talking to people inside Seattle and be like, hey, can, can I get signed? And uh-huh. Pete Carroll's like, no, <laughs> nah. <laughs> and then he just might throw a little tan, tyrant. Mm-hmm. Fine, mm-hmm. I'm fun. Done with football. Ugh. I never liked you anyways.
0: <laughs> I never wanted to play for your team anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking exactly. All right, let's get into the main event. Top 10, 15. Top, top 10, 15. <laughs> top 10, 15. 15. I think that's the show title. <laughs> top 10, 15. No, we're doing our top 15 running back debate. I kept, I said 10 because that's what it started off as. And then as usual, spun out of control. Even added a player last minute because why not? Fuck you, Adam. No, <laughs> just kidding. All right, starting with the top, unanimously, Christian McCaffrey, number one. No, sh- no surprise.
1: Yeah, there. This is no surprise to anybody. You know, he was phenomenal last year. He only had two bad games, and two. They weren't even that bad, but you know, against the Bucks, he, he had he- one, Yeah, he had one absolutely
0: abhorrent. Not only did he shit the bed by our own measures, but he went into like his roommate's bed shit in that. <laughs> went into like his neighbor's bed shitting that. But yeah, other than that, you know, even the other bad game he had, he only had one other shit the bed and that was thirteen point seven per R bar. Other than that, he fucking killed it all year long. Pretty much averaged twenty plus points a game. Ugh. So League This War. this was the stat I wanted to I wanted to throw you at uh Earlier, so Christian McCaffrey in half point P- PPR ended up with four hundred and thirteen point two points.
1: That is a ridiculous. That is that's, insane. No, that's absolutely I, insane. I, I hate it. So number I two
0: and half point PPR was Aaron Jones last year, who had two hundred and ninety point three points.
2: Mm.
0: You want to what kind of golf that is? A hundred and twenty two point
1: nine points. Imagine, you know, there were some people last year who drafted Christian McCaffrey number one mm-hmm. and then got. Lamar Jackson super late. Yeah. Imagine Jesus. having both of those players. I mean, <gasps> insane.
0: Ru- ridiculous. So I wanted to like put this together. So you could have had Aaron Jones and David Johnson and only just outscored Christian McCaffrey. Jesus Christ. Put that together. Yeah, you could have had David Johnson and Aaron Jones and still only scored how much as much as Christian McCaffrey. So the big thing with Christian is, though, Cam Newton's gone. Uh, white boy with two names is gone. Uh, two first names is gone. So now we got Teddy Bridgewater. We got a new head coach, new offensive coordinator. Can we get 413 points again?
1: Um, I don't think that he'll be able to reach that mountain. No. I have um, to agree with you. Not that he's a bad player. It's right. just that Christian McCaffrey was the offense maybe they'll have you know DJ Moore was there as well mm-hmm. but because of their quarterback last year the situation last year it was essentially not much of anything so Teddy Bridgewater signed and now th- he did a fantastic job over in New Orleans of being a checkdown Charlie for sure yes um but he is also a much he's Pretty accurate with, you know, his actual down-the-field throws. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, they brought in that new, what's his name, Matt Rule, that Baylor college coach. So, you know, they're another one of these, let's bring in these crazy college guys who seem how to dominate in some random-ass fucking league, like the Big 12. Is that what the hell it's called now? Jesus Christ, I can't remember what these college yeah. conferences are anymore. But, like, what? how are you supposed to translate that to the NFL, realistically speaking? I mean, realistically speaking... We've said this over and over again, year almost year after year now, where record breaking seasons don't happen back to back. It just doesn't yep. happen, and so you have to expect Christian McCaffrey to take a step backwards.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, but
0: like three hundred twenty points—that's still fucking amazing. Like, mm-hmm. still worth, still worthy of the number one spot. Obviously, fuck you, CJ, for keeping him for a second round for the second year in a row,
1: mm. motherfucker. I mean, yeah, only for you oh, bastard.
0: And I mean he's pretty much averaging no he's stayed at one o one for the past like three months so pretty much there's not going to be no difference with christian McCaffrey. so we i don't think we need to spend much more time on him moving on to our number two consensus ranking say quad barkley that's right the quads are here yeah i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna bounce back it seems unimaginable you know he only en- ended up as uh where the hell did he up last year well, I lost my
1: place <laughs> the hell was I it? think he was like i mean he, uh, he
0: finished he, as ten and he missed multiple games from an ankle injury that was uh, supposed to actually take eight weeks to heal yeah he
1: only was he only was out um, it's like two or three games It yeah, was two, nothing yeah. there was uh, nothing obviously in he did he did come back too early because mm-hmm. it did affect him for a few weeks um over there but uh yeah as long as yeah he is gonna be fine um, oh yeah
0: once he came back from uh so let's say, yeah, weeks one through three, he was pretty much uh, doing his biz. He did shit the bed in week three, which I imagine is where he got injured at 5.7 points. Mm-hmm. And like you said, rushed it back, came back week seven, you know, 15, 24, 12. It, it slowed him down, you know, eight through 14. He sh- was shit in the bed consistently. Yeah. you weren't happy. But then once uh, week 15 came around, oh, good old Saquon Barkley was back. Oh, and it's, again, it's another team where the entire offense revolves around him. I mean,
1: and I think he's going to be much better this year, not because, you know, obviously he's going to be healthier, but Daniel Jones, he is going to be going to take the next step. Oh, for sure. And, you know, Daniel Jones had quite a few monster games, um, with and without Saquon Barkley Mm -hmm. in there. And with Darius Slayton also taking another step, I think those two are going to have like some sort of, uh. They're gonna have a nice connection last next year. You really love Darius Slade. I I know. Like he, I don't want to derail our running back talk, but like yeah. you were all about him. Darius Slayton. I think he's gonna be a sleeper this year. Is um, he gonna? Oh my god! Slay it! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you to bring, bring 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 out the jingle bells because uh. we're gonna we're going we're going slaying slay. Do, ah! do you hate that joke? Ah!
0: <laughs> but oh, okay. with that,
1: it's gonna you know stretch out the field for more Saquon. Barkliness. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and so, if yeah. Evan Ingram em- ever is healthy, that also helps as well. Because he can block mm-hmm. um, for the offensive line. So I think he's going to be much improved from last year.
0: Absolutely. You know, I don't understand why Evan's got him at four. That's absolutely disrespectful. You savage. <laughs> no, I mean, he just, uh, he clearly likes but our ne- our next running back, Ezekiel Elliott, coming in at number three. We just talked about him. Highest paid running back in NFL history. Oh, man. He Absolute was, monster.
1: Like, he, like I said, he was Mr. Consistent. Um, he didn't, he only had like five bad games um, out of the whole year. Um, everything else he had. Pretty decent to good games, mm-hmm. Um he's only like twenty five too. Like this is going to be, yeah. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize yeah, he's been in. He's been in the league since he was twenty or twenty one. Um, <clears throat> fucking a, yeah. He's basically like not the offense, but he is a very important piece. This uh, dude has put them.
0: up like almost fourteen hundred yards every
1: season he fully participated in. Yeah, it's. He's like one of those insane 300 freaking, plus freaking carry kind of guy's attempts.
0: That, Fucking A. Mm. That is nasty. Absolute nastiness. Mm. Although his yards per attempt has gone down every single year. Mm. That
1: could probably mm. be attributed to, you know, Dak Prescott's, you know, rise in.
0: True. True, true, true.
1: talent because they didn't need to rely on Zeke as much, mm-hmm. you know, Deck through nearly five thousand goddamn yards. Yeah, yeah, he year, did so. through so many
0: fucking yards. <clears throat> well, part of part of Ezekiel Elliott's surge to, I would I would imagine like, utter dominance was he started catching the ball, which was yeah. just fucking ridiculous. I think he he said yeah, he said like sixty something receptions last year. That's ridiculous. Like on top of the fact that he's already a monster on the
1: ground, he can actually catch the damn ball to boot. Yeah, I think, yeah. His rookie year, he had like, uh, like fifty four catches, which was great. And my then God. His, and then his his sophomore year season, I think that was probably his best season. His sophomore season, um, actually no, last year. Oh no, I'm getting my I'm getting my years mixed up. Mm. But you know, he had. Oh, this is backwards. Might be no. Actually, last the year before last, he. Actually, he came out with 30, uh, my, my mistake. He came out with 32 receptions, which was good. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of dipped his sophomore season. And then the year before last, he rocketed up yes. to fucking 77 receptions. Mm-hmm. That was, was
0: That's when he went number one that year, that next year, because yeah. it was 77 receptions. You know, that was before Christian McCaffrey fucking was like, check this shit out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And then it was this past year, he went to 54 receptions. A little bit of a dip, but, you know, that was because Dak was slinging it everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's ridiculous. He's gonna be top three. Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, and don't say here just because we have him at three, Ezekiel. It's totally worthy of number one overall if that's what you. Same with Saquon Barkley. Like just because we have him slightly back, Mm -hmm. if you genuinely feel or that's your option, don't hesitate to pull the trigger on Ezekiel. I give you a full endorsement. Granted, I have him at the lowest at four, but I just Mm -hmm. like Derrick Henry just slightly more than Zeke this year. That's literally the only difference, but I but I, well maybe I should move him up because I wouldn't take Derrick Henry one overall. So,
1: well, it depends on what your league is. If it's that's true, if it's non PPR, Derrick Henry would probably go a lot higher than where I have him. That's true. That's true. Um, but since m- for the most part it's either half or full PPR leagues, that's what why, uh, Derrick Henry suffers in a lot of these oh, rankings. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he doesn't he, he looks at the ball. I don't know if he has ever. <laughs> I, I mean, he might have gotten a couple targets. Right. Here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Uh, there, I think it was a playoff game too, where he got he got thrown the ball, and everyone was like, "What?" Yeah. yeah. I was. Li- I was literally. And was he caught about. it, and he, then everyone was like, "Oh no!" Yeah. And he he's ran an- for a touchdown. It was ridiculous.
0: He's just lumbering down yeah, the was, field. Yeah. <laughs> because you
1: know Derrick Henry is. I guess since we're talking about it now, he's like he's gonna be. He's our. yeah, Is it? I guess it's fine though.
0: Yeah, we can. Yeah, we yeah, can so talk he's, about. It. He's yeah,
1: our yeah, consensus yeah. number four. I have him the lowest at six. Jesse has him at three, and Evans at two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know, Derrick Henry, out of all these players in open space, he's probably the most scary. Oh my god, because that is a goddamn freight train.
0: <laughs> How about, um, this dude is 6'3", 247.
1: He's only twenty six. He's a, only a year older than Zeke. Yeah, he is. He is a gigantic man. Um, he makes you know. Uh Mark Ingram when they both played in Alabama. Have you seen that photo? He mm-hmm. makes Mark Ingram look like a child. Are you fucking kidding me? Mark yeah. Ingram's huge. Yeah, he makes Mark Ingram look like a tiny man.
0: God damn. Oh. Are you concerned anything any all, or about the fact that his his utilization skyrocketed last year? He he went from two hundred and fifteen carries to three hundred and three. Thousand yards to fifteen hundred yards? Um,
1: I am not, not? because okay. um I think his efficiency also did go up. All right. So this year and last year were his actual two real years. Cause two, he was, so, if, you,
0: if anyone can remember this name, fucking, uh, I just blanked on his name too. I had it. It was right there. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco <laughs> Murray. <yeah. laughs> and it disappeared in a flash. Yeah. You guys remember DeMarco Murray? He used to be, he used to, he used to be the number one running back.
1: Yeah. Um, the year before, I mean, his first Derek Henry's first two years, he had under 200 rushing attempts because, yeah. you know, obviously because of DeMarco Murray. And his full starting season, you know, at 215, and then, you yeah, know, obviously last year at 303. Um, I think he'll be fine because his, quote-unquote, legs will be fresher, if mm-hmm. you want to use that argument. Um, I think he'll be perfectly fine. I don't know if he'll be reach 303 again um because a lot of carries uh, is a lot of carries
0: i i have to imagine the titans are going to need to throw the ball more just because of how they ran their offensive last last year like the defenses are going to be like oh okay put eight guys in the box maybe slow down derrick henry Mm -hmm.
1: that's why i love johnny smith so much this year yeah Mm. like let's see so like he ever let's see i'm just looking at his game logs um he actually is, you know, right around 20 to 25 um, per game um, with one game at 32. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, But I think as long as Ryan Tannehill proves that he's worth the money and doesn't blow up. Right. They'll be fine because the one thing about a lot of running kind of teams that makes Tennessee the um, exception like once a team gets behind they start throwing a lot oh yeah Tennessee doesn't care Nah, nah, nah they'll nah. they'll run regardless more. <laughs> they'll run more yes <laughs> they'll stack people on top of Derrick Henry he'll use one football player to beat up another football player <laughs> yeah.
0: he'll, he'll like grab a, well he took He used to take like Deion Lewis like grab him by the back of his jersey and use him like a cow plow <laughs> just <laughs> just running through the fucking, yeah they just don't give a shit they'll just keep running and running and running and then running some more just in case it didn't work the first fifty times.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, Derek Henry is going to be fantastic. Um, I just hate that he's going to be in. I think I think he's going to be Rob's fifth round yeah, keeper in our league, or, yeah. or fifth, fourth or fifth round keeper. Stupid, it's like, stupid, I was like, ah, damn, that's such good value. I know. So like, I
0: mean, if you guys want like a a little peek into into. The the universe we actually live in, because it's not just us here talking a bunch of shit. Like we have to make our own decisions in our leagues. So, uh, in our league, Christian McCaffrey's being kept, Saquon Barkley's being kept, Ezekiel Elliott's being kept, Derrick Henry's being kept, uh, Kenyon Drake is being kept. Like five of the top ten running backs are already being kept. So it's it's we have the decisions we have to make are extremely difficult. And so let's move on to the next guy who. We got into, I I was disparaging the man a lot because he was holding out. Dalvin Cook coming in at number five. Mm-hmm. He was there before he decided to held out and then I blasted him all out of the top 15 because I was like, yeah. you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> dead. Because <laughs> I, like, well, I was like, worst case scenario. What happens if it's a Melvin Gordon situation where they, they're like, no, I don't want to pay him mm-hmm. and they're just willing to deal with the ramifications and then you just spend an early round pick on Dalvin Cook and you're just, oh, here, here's the bag. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the argument that I made which brought Jesse back right around is yeah. I'm you know, I I'm still ranking him number five. um he's gonna thinking that he's gonna come back um before, you know, the season. Um with a new contract because he's still on his rookie deal for one, right? <laughs> and also Dalvin Cook means a lot more to the Minnesota offense than the uh, ch- than Melvin Gordon did to the Chargers last year, which oh. kind of hurts me because I drafted Melvin Gordon with the hope in, in the sixth round with the hopes that he's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And he was, eh, he was, for, for, well, because he held up for like what, six weeks or something yeah. like that. So he was useless for six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, he was essentially up or down. Well, yeah, it takes time. It takes time for him to to get ready for an NFL game. And, you know, when a player kind of yo-yos up and down, it's really hard to justify starting them. And you never know when to start them right away. With Dalvin Cook, he is not going to be needing any sort of, like, Mm warm-up, even mm -mm, if he does mm -mm. uh, sit out. Um, He's going to be great. And everyone always harps on, you know, Alexander Madison is such a great backup running back, but that's the thing. He's a backup running back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's behind Dalvin Cook for a reason. He's not going to, he's not like an Austin Eckler where he could flourish regardless of Dalvin Cook. His value is directly tied to whether or not Dalvin Cook is going to play. Um, So I think he'll be fine.
0: Do you think Dalvin gets more than the uh, 1,100 yards he got last year?
1: Um, I mean, he's he, he only he played 14 games, which is his most that he's played by uh, by a, by a by, lot. By a lot. Um, obviously, his rookie year, he's got cut short because he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, then he played 11 and 14. I think 14 is around is 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 about right. So
0: I, I guess this is where things start getting a little dicey, you know, because you're taking Dalvin Cook, but you're banking that he's not even going to play 16 games. I mean,
1: that's not. That's not we, good. We, all right, we are talking about running backs here, mm-hmm. which I'm going to be real with you, running backs are going to be the most injured oh, absolutely. position in the league. Um That's why Adam That's why Adam prescribe uh always draft every running back you can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are you going to be are you worried about Alvin Kamara because he got hurt last year? I mean, <clears throat> oh, we'll
0: we'll get to him, but
1: no, I'm not nearly as concerned as him as I am. I mean, yeah, Dalvin Cook does have injury history, but he only missed two games, and he was still as high as he was. True, um, true, true, true. I mean, he made up a lot of his work because he got 53 receptions. That is so good. That's
0: a lo- I mean, if That's you can that. copy-paste that and and work and get and stay on the field longer, get some more ground yards, I mean, there's no reason why he wouldn't be a top yeah. five running and, back again. Yeah, and do
1: and don't forget... I don't remember if we just if we mentioned his name, but we have Mr. Gary Kubiak now in the offensive mm, coordinator role. Nice. Mr. Running Back Whisper, you know he's an okay head coach, but he is such a great running back running back coach. Oh yeah, he's he's a good offensive everywhere he yeah he, everywhere he goes. The running back position is mm, mm. so much so good. And
0: and another thing, because you mentioned
1: Alexander Madison, didn't he also get hurt
0: after he took over for Dobbin Cook? Immediately. And then who? Mike Boone, I think, was the oh, third string. So, like, you can't even trust Alexander Madison is the backup guy to
1: have in yeah. this handcuff situation. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was just a bad case of, of Juju. injury. injury <laughs> yeah, but, right? Uh, yeah, that was just a series of unfortunate events right there. But, yeah, um, for sure. For sure.
0: All right. So we we mentioned him just a moment ago. Alvin Kamara coming in at number six. I've got him the worst
1: at eight. Mm-hmm. Adam you got him at four. Evan's got him at six. So yeah. So I have a little bit of bias with Alvin Kamara. Oh yeah, you which do. is weird because he's on the New Orleans Saints, and I'm a Tampa, Tampa Bay fan. But I've had him for like the past three years, maybe even. Do you have yeah. Stockholm syndrome? I might have <laughs> a <laughs> tiny bit of Stockholm Kamara syndrome. Oh my God. Stop. But, um, you know, since I've had him for the past three years and he, it was such a phenomenal running back his first two years in the league. And unfortunately oh he God. got hurt last year. Um, that's why I still have him as number four because he, every time he touches the ball, he goes for extra yards oh, or he's so, so fun involved. to watch. It's so fun to watch. Um, you know if it wasn't for the fact that new orleans got so many good pieces around him now with uh with uh jared cook and um emmanuel sanders Mm -hmm. now he is not gonna be he would be probably be my number two if it wasn't for those two players to be honest okay um you know he is not and you know a little bit of taysom hill god damn you fucker
0: fuck you taysom hill (laughs) You're really the one who's fucking this shit up for Alvin Kamara,
1: (laughs) but um, yeah, I think he's a phenomenal talent, and he had so many touchdowns his first two years. Obviously, he's gonna go and regress a little last year, Mm -hmm. and he also got hurt, which you know hurt his value even more. But um, you know, he is—he's essentially like a. I don't know. He's like a Swiss Army knife, kind of.
0: Yeah, because and then he only had 171 carries last year for 797 yards and five touchdowns on the ground, which mm. shows that that's not where he was being utilized.
1: Yeah, he yeah. Well, he had well, he only had six total touchdowns, which is that's an anomaly. It's, it's an insane amount of that's a such a low amount for him because mm-hmm. he's had I think he's over had over he's had like ten plus every year or something like that, but um, thirteen,
0: eighteen. Six. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, a double digit touchdown guy, generally speaking.
1: Yeah. So he'll be, he'll have a good, uh, bounce back year. And, you know, even though he did get hurt, he only missed 14 games, which is weird.
0: He only missed 14 games? Or he only missed. <laughs> That's awful. He missed I only,
1: only 14 games. <laughs> no, he, mi- he only missed two games.
0: Yeah. Only two. Um, yeah. I wouldn't tag him as injury prone. Or even concerned of an injury, like I am with Dalvin Cook. I guess mm-hmm. just because Dalvin had an ACL, which then led to a hamstring problem, which is pretty normal. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if you, if our listeners remember, if you remember, but originally Alvin Kamara was going to be my trap player. That's who I had initially picked, mm-hmm. and when I tried to construct the argument to shit all over him, I couldn't. Yeah, I mean he's had I shit you not exactly eighty one receptions every year of his career. Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a fucking lot of receptions.
1: That's essentially a wide receiver.
0: That's a wide receiver. Yeah, he's a wide receiver at the running back position. Like you said, yeah. Swiss Army
1: knife. Yeah, and that's why I have him as high cuz out of, you know, outside of Christian McCaffrey, he is going to be having the most amount of receptions Absolutely. Out of all of these running
0: backs. Yeah, I was initially I was scared of of him, but if he like fell to me in our league, I would not hesitate to pull that trigger at all. Mm. Kenyon Drake, Alvin Kamara, mm. But the, the ultimate reason why I couldn't shit all over him was because of that touchdown, he regression. Yeah. It. it was such an anomaly to go from 13, 18 to six. Clearly, he has to regress to some sort of mean, you know, eight, nine touchdowns. Like, yeah. that's still totally worthy of a top 10 running back position. So I wouldn't be scared of Alvin Kamara, and I don't believe anybody else should be scared of Alvin Kamara. Now, this next player is where things... This is where the hype train has gone completely AWOL and I am fucking, I've committed to it and I will not back down. Kenyon Drake.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I have him. Well, you got him the same rank as me, dude. (laughs) I have him as seven as well. And that might be mostly hype for me. Um, I do like him. He's going to be, he's going to be a first round running back. Oh, for sure. If he fell to me in the middle to late half, I'd be very happy with Kenyon Drake as my RB one. Um I just worry that you know a lot of his damage came in like four games. Oh yeah, last year. Absolutely. I mean obviously he escaped the Miami black hole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um before you know that thing imploded on him and he went into the Arizona with basically the, the job and he immediately gets hurt and then he's pretty good the rest of the way but I'm just worried that he is not going to be as um,
0: consistent if, at all. Oh,
1: he's not not gonna just be as a consistency, but because uh, once healthy, he was fine. It's just that there, is, like a lot of the running backs in front of him, they're essentially the largest cog. In oh, absolutely. Offense. Um, for Arizona, that offense is going to revolve around Kyler Murray. and oh, yeah. Their quote unquote air raid offense mm-hmm. um if he is able i mean he is a good receiving running back as well which lends that's great for him but if they're just gonna be throwing it all over the place um that is my old one and only worry about Kenyon drake um yeah and you know outside of his injury last year he's played 16 games every year so i'm not gonna be too concerned about his injury risk yeah absolutely
0: it's definitely it's for sure like, i'll fully admit it. it's a hype train i'm buying the hype because i'd rather take a a shot on a keeper but the, oh well i guess that's that's the situation i'm having to deal with if you guys are curious so i'm I'm trying to decide between nick chubb and Kenyon drake as my keeper either one i get for a 12th rounder so i don't give a fine it doesn't it doesn't have a cost difference so it can't be part of my calculation so mm-hmm. when i'm thinking about it i'm like who's more likely to blow up nick chubb or Kenyon Drake, and I have to just go with the hype of Kenyon Drake because I think Kareem Hunt's gonna shit all over Nick Chubb's well, party. That,
1: I mean, not only that, it, the Arizona offense is gonna be better than the Cleveland. Oh, offense. absolutely! Like, and yeah, like in terms of being balanced, at least. Um, Nick Chubb, as great as he was last year, we still are worried how much Kareem Hunt is gonna ev- get mm-hmm. into his uh, workload, and. Cleveland's kind of volatile. I'm like, oh, for like, sure. I mean, I can't, I can't in good faith know whether or not he's still gonna be. I mean, between Kenny and Drake and Nick Chubb, I'm gonna go Kenny and Drake because that's at least I know he has a defined role. Yes. Um, and that he, outside of Chase Edmonds, which is a quote, which is in caps, backup running back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he has no competition really.
0: Would it blow your mind if I told you and Drake was going in the top of the third round? But we have him ranked as a top ten running back? Well what? Yeah. How? I, I don't mean, know. That's just where his ADP is at right now.
1: Oh man. Obviously a, that can't a,
0: possibly a, stay there by the time steal. we get to closer to the season. You know, I guess that's another thing. We probably should I probably should have read some of these off. So obviously Christian McCaffrey's average is one oh one. Saquon's is one oh two, Zeke's is one oh three. Alvin Kamara is 104, so we are a little lower than I guess what that average would say.
1: You guys are. I'm just idiots. Kidding. Yeah, exactly.
0: Derrick Henry 106. Dalvin Cook 107. Uh, who else have we talked about here? That's it. So in terms of like that, Kenyon Drake is the first one well outside of our our what everybody else is drafting these players at. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're saying he's gonna blow up. Now This next one, Josh Jacobs, is Uh, quite controversial amongst- Talk to me, baby. Amongst a lot of people, including myself. Talk to me. And I'm just of the impression at this point in time, so Josh Jacobs comes at number eight. I got him at 11. Adam's got dead at eight, and Evan's got him at seven. Mm. I just have this feeling that- Gruden wants to throw the ball a lot this year, considering the enormous amount of patch casters he just brought in. Oh yes, right into my
1: trap, motherfucker! Oh my god! <laughs> ah, so John Gruden likes his workhouse, work, workhouse, work, work <laughs> horse. Yeah, workhouse. Uh, like he does like work, the to workout too. <laughs> yeah, he like he likes his workhorse running backs. Um, he did it with uh, Cadillac Williams when he was in Tampa Bay. Loved using that motherfucker. Um and both him and Mike Mayock have, um, uh, openly talked about involving Josh Jacobs more into mm-hmm. the passing game, and um, regardless of the wide receivers that have been drafted, you know, with uh, Henry Ruggs a third, mm-hmm. um, Josh Jacobs is not going to be one of those down the field type of running backs in terms of receiving, um. David Carr lives and breathes on the line of scrimmage and checking down to the running back is screams so good to me. He is going to be, there have been drafts. Well, mostly in our draft where we have our keepers where all the top four running backs that I liked have already gone in front of me, like including Alvin Kamara because other other running backs have been kept. So things have been shuffled forward and I have taken Josh Jacobs as my number four overall because of the keeper situation. And the rest of my draft was, I was really happy with it. Like, I, I know I sent uh, you guys uh, a screenshot of the draft and it was a very great, solid team. Um, oh, the one where you actually had more wide receivers and running backs for the first time I've ever seen in my entire life? <laughs> Well, again, it was a keeper, so things change. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Change drastically. I like, I you know, I do subscribe to the draft running backs early and often philosophy, but if the league settings are different, you'd have you have to change your game plan as well. Um, That's why I ended up with a lot of uh, wide receivers. But back to Josh Jacobs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this offense is very much improved. Actually, yeah. Second trap yeah even though they drafted all these wide receivers, that's great because that allows the team to stretch out the field more because they mm-hmm. they like their goddamn speed. I don't know what's up with Oakland and drafting fast. extremely fast Just wide receivers. Fast. I know I, I don't know if I mentioned it off air but I know I mentioned it to you a few months back. Uh, there was a statistic where of um, wide receivers drafted with a with a, like a 4.2 or faster speed uh forty mm-hmm. um out of the whole history of the n f l and Oakland has one third of all of those wide receivers. what
0: the fuck yeah they
1: it's like a history thing um, but you know now that there are other threats around the wide receivers um the wide receiving core, it's gonna stretch out the field more and give josh Jacobs even more room to run, and he is a great runner. Oh, um, I'm
0: not denying that he's a great runner. My concern is he only got 27 targets last year. You're sitting here trying to tell me he's going to get more than that? That's the difference between me and a, and a, that's why he's not a top 10 running back. Is he's not going to get more than 30 receptions at all. Ooh,
1: I'll, I'll take a bet on that. He's going to get more than 30.
0: All right. What do you want to bet on? We'll figure it out off air. Shake yeah. my hand. Mm,
1: mm, <laughs> all right. Mm, deal. Yes. Boom.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I, don't, I do not believe he will get more than 30 receptions. I don't believe it. But everyone's sitting here hoping and fucking. If he got fifty receptions, and you could tell me that he would get oh, fifty seven, I would um, pull that trigger faster than. I don't know about fifty receptions because that's that, you know that's fifty fine. targets. What if he got fifty targets? Would you be happy with fifty? Fifty targets? I mean, he he got he went twenty of twenty-seven, so that's like what, uh, eighty-five percent catch rate. So if he got fifty, he'd probably get around what forty-ish receptions. That's a, mm-hmm. that's double what he got last year.
1: Uh, I don't know about you know fifty receptions. That's like that's that's nearing that'll be top that'll be making that can make him my top five running backs if he gets he'll he'll probably Okay, so you're not that bullish. I mean, he'll obviously if he gets fifty receptions, kick derrick Henry out of the top five. Yeah. Like for he'll, sure he'll be he'll be either That is the five, only difference
0: between the the other top five running backs is derrick Henry doesn't catch the goddamn ball.
1: Yeah. Um but I really like Josh Jacobs and for those of you who are like, eh Josh Jacobs, don't listen to what I'm not what I'm not saying here. Josh Jacobs is gonna get to you super cheap. You can draft him in the second round. Nope. One oh nine. One oh nine? That's the, that Really Got you,
0: you son of a bitch. You thought ah. you trapped me? I trapped you. Ah. <laughs> yes, one oh nine.
1: That's too damn high for my blood. 109 that's not well you're having to make that decision in the first round i would take him at 109 because i would just go running back running back and i would have both him and someone like aaron jones as Mm. my running back too i don't want to talk about that motherfucker Mm. we will have to talk about him but i don't want to talk about
0: him all right moving along from josh jacobs coming at number nine joe mixon who i am extremely bullish on oh man you got him at 11 and Evans got him at 15 or six i should have said six uh 15. So Evan hates him. I love him. You're somewhere in between the two of us. So who's wrong?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Evan, no. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Evan is obviously completely wrong in this scenario. I mean, he can't defend himself here. Um, So that's why he's wrong. (laughs) That's why he's wrong. (laughs) But um, my thing about Joe Mixon is he can be, he's pretty, he's a great talent for one. Um, I don't doubt the talent around, uh, with him. I just don't know whether or not he'll get the opportunity to score as often as others would. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, so he had eight total
0: touchdowns, five on the ground, three through the air. I will fully admit that's not looking good for a top 10 running back, Mm -hmm. but I expect that to go up. The offense should be better. They've got, Joe Burrow's coming in. A.J. Green's coming back. They've put some work into the offensive line. It, You know, he only had mm-hmm. 278 carries. He's not injury prone. He, his first years, he only missed two games. Last year, he played a full season. Okay. Granted, his, his efficiency was awful, and I think that's really one of the big problems is that, mm-hmm. you know, 4.1 on the ground is just fucking trash for a well, top 10 running back.
1: Well, 4.1's not, actually, that's, Pretty decent out. I don't know because that's four, yeah, four four yards of carry. You mean that four? I want five. F- oh, you want five? Yeah. Okay, you can go, you can go ahead and find a running back with oh, four point. Uh, Google just woke up because the words sounded close enough <laughs> that it was like, oh yes, I'm awake now. <laughs> um, God damn it! I mean, if they're spies, and I would love to have a running back with a five point oh. God, that's insane right, amount of maybe I'm talking yards, my ass here yards per attempt. But, uh, you know, 4.0 is exactly what you're looking for in a running back. Uh, damn it. You might turn me around on Joe Mixon. Ha ha. Got you, um, son of a bitch. I mean, my issue with, I'm looking at his game log last year. And, you know, for the first, I want to say seven games, I was completely right. Mm-hmm. He was I- incredibly trash Um, last year. I mean, Cincinnati as a whole was terrible. But whatever happens, um, they went to, they play the Rams. And after they played the Rams, he had only two terrible games. Um, last year, and so all right, you convinced me. He's
0: okay. So four point one is is decent, uh, good to great. Uh, you're talking like four point five or higher. So three
1: extra. Derrick Henry
0: has a a career four point eight. Yeah, because
1: he bulldozes <laughs> some motherfuckers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Like-
0: Zeke's got a four point six career. Mark Ingram four point six. So that. So I guess maybe 4.1 isn't all that bad. I shouldn't be disparaging you, yeah, a man. I mean,
1: I mean, you're talking about like inches right here at, at this, at this point. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> all right. maybe, um, mm, maybe gotcha. I have Joe Mixon probably as low as I have him because I like the people around him mm-hmm, better, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I might, fair. I might have to switch up my rankings, but, um, I can't argue against Joe Mixon right now. Yeah. Looking at his week to week after uh, week seven. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> My, I guess my misgiv- my biggest misgivings is whether or not Joe Burrow is going to be as fantastic as everyone thinks he's going to be. That's a good point. Because if Joe Burrow turns out to be a bust, they could just literally stack up the box again. And it'll be a situation like last year where, um, you know, for seven weeks, he's not going to be doing much of anything because yep. they're playing catch up all the time. Yep, yep. yep. Also, Cincinnati's defense isn't that great. But... um. I don't know. It's the, I guess the nucleus around him, it just scares me more than everyone else. Any of these other running backs around them. Cause, um,
0: Oh yeah. That's, it's definitely, I mean, Cincinnati had the number one overall pick, so they're obviously a terrible team. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. All right. So let's find out this top 10 with Todd Gurley coming over to Atlanta. They say his knee is healthy. And I am once again bullish. I got him at nine. Evan's got him at nine. And Adam, you got him
1: at outside of the top 15. You said, fuck this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I have him not ranked very high because I just don't know. There's too many unknowns about that knee of his. But he passes um, physical. Uh, they made him cough twice. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, turn your knee to the left and cough twice. <laughs> I mean, oh, if if I could get the latter half of last year... Todd Gurley. Oh, yeah. That would be freaking fantastic. And, you know, the, the Rams would look f- like fools letting him letting Todd Gurley mm-hmm. go. I guess they just won't, didn't want to pay him and just get Cam Akers for super cheap. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, um, I just don't know. It's just too many unknowns for me because, you know, he's going to be taking over for uh, Freeman, Devonta mm-hmm. Freeman. And they got rid of Austin Hooper, but they replaced him with Hayden Hurst, mm-hmm. which obviously not all the targets are going to go to Hayden Hurst. Um, He's a great talent, but I don't.
0: That was one of the undone. that was one of the arguments I was going to construct and why I love Todd Gurley. So okay, there's good. a there's that a may. fairly well known stat that's been brewing around lately that when a team has vacated targets, mm-hmm. which Atlanta I believe has the highest amount of vacated targets on their team, historically speaking, the vast majority of those go to the running back position. The following year okay which lends credence to todd Gurley rebounding back to his former glory he only had 31 receptions last year the rams just stopped throwing the ball to him for some ungodly fucking reason the years before 59 receptions 64 43 except for his rookie year 21 receptions it was his second lowest total mm-hmm. it is a to me it's an it's completely it's an anomaly mm-hmm. he should get more targets Granted, and he also only had 857 rushing yards, so 3.8 a carry, not good. That's trash. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> I'll uh, admit that. That's trash.
1: I, gu- I guess. Also, my thing is, what happens if the arthritic knee flares ah. up again? Are that they- is, that is
0: the risk. I will. F- I'll, I'll admit that, that is the risk. That
1: is my main. Con- that is like my number one concern about him, because you know, yeah, he's healthy now, but if you know, there's no other. You want. No other running back really behind him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. do you know like, the real reason why it, it's it's you should take a
0: shot on him anyways because you know why back of the fifth round, you could get a potential oh top.
1: I mean, e- even if that, he,
0: even if he fails and is only a RB two, you're
1: still getting that in the fifth. Sixth round. That's the fucking deal. See, see, at that point, the price on Todd Gurley is actually pretty great. Yeah, because at fifth and you know, last year, he's still going b- back of the first. I took him one. And, and
0: <laughs> I he, literally took him in the first round.
1: Yeah, and he didn't killed me. Absolutely he, slaughtered he, my team. Yeah, he was. He finished as the running back fourteen. Yeah, so he's not gonna. He, he very disappointing mm-hmm. uh, where he was priced. But you know, back of the fifth round, that's like well for me, that's like running back three terrible Territory because yeah. I already have two other running backs. Um, but having him as your running back two in the fifth round, if you're going like wide receiver heavy, or if you want to get like a, a great end, steal, um, that is that is pretty good. I just worry about that knee, man. I just it, I don't blame you, man. He could go, you. he could go like six weeks, bam, number one, and all of a sudden, oh my knee hurts or <gasps> something, or he he could he could have like one of the things where he can play a week and not and have to rest a week. That's a, that's or, a good point too. Um. I still think about the last like four or five weeks when they went to the Super Bowl. Like, it was not really much of Todd Gurley and lots of Carlos Hyde. And he was just kind of on the field as a decoy mm-hmm. and not doing much of anything. Like, that worries me. Like, if they, because with no other backup running backs around him, he's going to get a giant workload and he could. Wear down quicker this year, yeah. He did la- than he did uh, two years ago. Absolutely.
0: All righty, so let's get into uh, where the disagreements really fucking started kicking in. Nick Chubb coming in at number eleven. I got him. You and I both in him at ten. Fucking Evan got him at fourteen. And we mentioned it earlier. We're very concerned about Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. And the data shows that when Kareem Hunt came back in week ten, uh, Nick Chubb saw five fewer touches per game which resulted in about three to four points on average less it was very obvious it affected nick chubb Mm -hmm. and i had him on my team and it fucking sucked the back half of the year it honestly did um
1: so prior to um doing all these rankings like i currently have him at number 10 i might have to adjust it a little bit but um up or down down slightly. Okay. Um, I, don't blame, I of, don't blame you for that, yeah. to be honest. Um, not because of Nick Chubb himself. He's, he's a Nick Chubb is
0: a fucking amazing. He's one of the most efficient runners ever. Yeah.
1: But um, we were talking, I think when we, we um, what was it? The news came out that, you know, David Njoku wants to get traded away. Oh, uh, yeah, that yeah. Team. And before that talk of, you know, him wanting a trade everyone was thinking oh two tight end sets it's gonna be great for the running backs well if he doesn't want to be there anymore that's that hurts the offense line blind tremendously i mean austin hooper is a good talent but he's mostly a pass catching type of Mm -hmm. uh, tight end um and you know outside of you know he was the number two rusher last year so i'm not really worried damn you derrick henry yeah yeah i'm not you know, I'm not too worried about his rushing, but, no. you know, his receiving totals will go down because of Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah.
0: So, he had uh, 36 receptions, 49 targets. Kiss that shit goodbye for yeah. sure. Zero touchdowns. You you can... I would bank on zero touchdowns in the receiving game again.
1: Oh, he could have one.
0: Well, okay, fine. One. Just because you can't say zero. <laughs> just because that's not how statistics work. hmm But, um... But, it's, but you can't, I, I guess my ultimate argument is you can't rely on him to actually be an RB1, which is where people are trying to draft him. 201. So, you know, the top of the second round, that's still that RB1 territory. You know, mm-hmm. if you like took a wide receiver at the back of the first, you mm-hmm. grab your running back there. But like, you're not getting, I don't think his top end is now gone. There's no ceiling. The ceiling has been capped, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what used to be uh, the chance for glory has disappeared. Mm hmm. And it's, I just don't know how you're supposed to get that back. All right, coming in at number 12, Miles Sanders, the hype train, slowly getting out of control. Oh, you man. and I got him at 12. And this is what I'm talking about. Evans got him at fucking 10. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So they didn't bring a veteran in. You know, they sh- Jordan Howard went by by, went to fucking Miami. And so now he, in theory, Miles Sanders
1: has the entire workload, right? Um, in theory. There's, there's two narratives that worry me about uh, Miles Sanders. And it's not even about... Miles Sanders? Mm-hmm. It's uh, Doug Peterson. Oh my God, yeah. There's two. There's two very specific ones. There's one that Doug Peterson always has a running back by committee. And there's two. Well, he's never had a good running back to have, so he always had to do a duo running back by committee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Jordan Howard got hurt that he was forced to use Miles Sanders as the workhorse. Right. Um, but only six I
0: touchdowns. Mean, I mean, so do you think he, ha- he has to go up in terms of that alone, right?
1: I think he'll be now that he's literally forced to use Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. I think he'll he's gonna be a wonderful uh, wide receiver. Well, he's gonna be doing a lot of wide receiving work, of uh, running back this year. Um, like I, I think I described the Eagles' offense uh, a few weeks back. They are a like a sandcastle offense. <laughs> Like, Jesus they look Christ. great once built, but as soon as one wave hits, everything just falls apart. Well, yeah.
0: They all they all get injured. They, they all get one injured. Of
1: them. <laughs> and the few players that stay healthy, you know, like Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, yeah, um, they're going to benefit the most from all the tertiary pieces being injured for the year. And I think Miles Sanders is going to be a wonderful, wonderful pick. Um, I mean, right now they have the oft-injured Deshaun Jackson. <clears throat> Who knows? You know, he's had some... The oft-injured Alshon Jeffrey. The <laughs> now, Alshon Jeffrey, I think he's going to be starting the, off the year on the Pup List. So that, oh. he's, he's gone for six weeks. Like, gone. Ah, um, get those Jalen Rigor socks, and, man. Damn. I mean, there was also news that Jalen Rager... I like that name because it's a dragon name in Game of Thrones. Ooh. Um, they're talking about him learning behind Deshaun Jackson, so you're gonna have to hope that Deshaun Jackson gets hurt again before uh, <laughs> Jalen Rager actually does something, because um, he's gonna be essentially be his backup, which is really odd to me. So that just leaves you know Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, and uh, Miles Sanders as like the main pieces. Um, you know, that's a large chunk of offense for him to. Have so I so like, well,
0: last year, Miles Sanders got sixty-three targets, fifty receptions, which sound which we've talked about fifty mm. receptions is gold mine right there. Mm. So the big problem was the rushing, only one hundred and seventy-nine rushing attempts. What the fuck is that all about? Well, and, and obviously no touchdowns. I mean he had six total, three on the ground, three through the air.
1: Well, remember he was stuck behind Jordan Howard, Stupid which they Jordan found Howard. as a goal line. They used it as a goal line back mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. some goddamn reason. So mm-hmm. he vultured all of those touchdowns and then you know once he was away or once he got hurt rather um he was fantastic i think there's actually a i think it was like the middle of the season or like near the end of the season that
0: it's right around week 11 there he went from being projected for 10 points a game to 15 points a game so i imagine that's when he it took over yeah all right, well, someone you do love a lot, Aaron Jones, coming in at number 13 for us. I've got him at 14, Evan mm. 13. You got him at number nine, so a top 10 running back. Yes. So let's get into this, because I, I made a huge stink about why I hate him. So why do you have him in the top 10? Uh, Quite simple. Aaron Jones. What's better than one Alvin Kamara? <laughs> <laughs> what's,
1: better one, yeah, what's better than one Alvin Kamara? Two Alvin Kamara's. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I was actually gonna make a different argument, but I'm not gonna. You're gonna take that one now. <laughs> well, I'll make that one after this. All one. right. So, good. both Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara, in my opinion, I think they're the same exact player. Okay. Um. They can both rush. They can rush the ball, and they're awesome receiving threats. Actually, that was probably.
0: Um, I'll absolutely agree. He's a, a receiving threat. Um, I mean, because
1: Jamal Williams sure yeah, shit. Jamal ain't. Williams, you know, AJ <laughs> Dillon, sure shit wasn't brought in for that. No, those are backup running backs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to be sharing the field with Aaron Jones anytime, unless you know he's hobbled by, by injury. But um, for Aaron Jones, I like him. You know, last year he was number two. He's obviously not going to repeat that. That's no. he had what we talked about 19 touchdowns last yeah. year, 16 um, on the ground, three through the air. He's going to have ridiculous. Yeah. He's not going to get anywhere near that many touchdowns. So, you know, even if he gets half as, as many, he'll be still fantastic. And that's why I have him, you know, lowered as number nine. Um, the other thing that I want to talk to you about is besides Aaron Jones and, uh, Devontae Adams, there's no other offense on that goddamn team. So, he's going to have I will have to agree with that. Um, yeah. they had all of the opportunities to draft a wide receiver in the so deepest so many opportunities in the deepest league and they drafted a backup quarterback and a backup <laughs> running back. Yeah, they did. And the backup running back's not going to do anything with Aaron Jones. It's going to be, you know, Jamal Adams like you said. He's still going to get the workload. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. my, you know, my biggest concern which is probably what you're going to be using against me is even though he had the highest mountains of scoring he also had gigantic trenches of of like literally right after he had his 41.6 points against kansas city he had three he followed that up with a 3.9 um i don't really know what the game plan was on that week but that is probably the biggest knock on what aaron jones can probably will do to you and that's why you should draft both Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, that's all I got oh,
0: for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. So I, the reason, I, I mean, if you guys really want to get into a, a, really understand why I hate Aaron Jones, check out the Trash Treasure Chap episode. You can check out the article. I lay all the stats out. More or less, it was the, the consistency problem. Yep. I see that continuing on and they brought in A.J. Dillon to be the goal line back. So basically what Jordan Howard did to Miles Sanders last year is what A.J. Dillon will do to Aaron Jones this year.
1: Oh my goodness, we must kill. But I
0: I will agree (laughs) with you that there is no other pass catching ops outside of Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones.
1: Yeah, there were games where and he
0: had 68 targets last year. Yeah. So that's a goddamn huge amount of fucking targets. Yeah.
1: There, yeah, there were games where Aaron Jones was the their starting running back and also their <laughs> yeah, one wide the receiver for, for real, one. for um, fucking real. It was so, insane.
0: So i ex- I expect a, a drop in rushing touchdowns because AJ Dillon's gonna eat to those. But I would I would agree with you that. There's probably going to be a tick up in passing touchdowns, so mm-hmm. it may it may level out. I mean, I've got him at 14, which is still an RB two. So I'm not mm-hmm. completely disparaging the guy. I just I, you're just not going to get you're not going to get number two again. So no,
1: I, that, yeah, that's why I have him <laughs> as low as number nine. <laughs> as low as number nine.
0: All right, coming in at number 14, Mark Ingram, and this one, uh, you actually changed my mind after your Lamar Jackson argument last week. Yes. So I moved, he was higher up. He was in my top 15 and I moved him down to 16 because of that very same reason. Hmm. <laughs> so it, it's concerning and they also drafted JK Dobbins in the second round. Mark, you know, Mark Ingram was 30 years old. So this is the cliff for running backs. It's his last year there. Mm-hmm. I guess you could counter with it's his last year on the contract so they're going to run that dude into the ground.
1: Yeah, um you know, last year he was not only was he fantastic. He got all those touchdowns, oh, um, so many so touchdowns, good. like too many, too many that <laughs> too should have he should have had. Like it was insane how many ten on had. the ground, five through the air, uh, fifteen. Touch, that was probably number two out of probably all yeah. all the, all the uh, running backs. Um, I mean, we pointed out earlier, extremely efficient runner. Apparently, one of the yeah. best ever. Yeah. So my argument for you know that's what, I have him as number thirteen. Um, my argument for him um, is very similar to. Where did his name go? Very similar to Todd Gurley. You're going to get him super duper cheap. He is not going to be, you know, you're not going to draft him as your running back one. Yeah. You could even wait quite a few rounds. He could possibly drop to you in the fourth round as a possible running back three.
0: 405.
1: So, yeah. So. For to get a running back that I ranked as a 13, that's fringe running back one, you know. Yeah, he's in the running back
0: two territory, so we're not completely disparaging him again.
1: Yeah, that's why I have him so ranked, so ranked, so high on my rankings, Mm because he's just going to be such an insane value. You know, it's like year after year that you're like, you see his name, you're like, Eh, Mark Ingram, but then he shows up every year. Yeah, you make these excuses that, you know, oh, he's playing with Alvin Kamara. Oh, well, he's, you know, he's going to be sharing the load with, you know, Lamar Jackson, but he's, he doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. he's going to be producing every year. So, and until he hits a cliff, which is after this year, we hope, um, we can't, I can't argue against him. Can't argue against him.
0: All right, let's round out our top fifteen. Austin Eckler. You mentioned it earlier. They don't need fucking Melvin Gordon. They got Austin nope. Eckler. I got him at thirteen. You got him at fifteen. Evans got him at twelve. So we all firmly believe he'll be at least an RB two
1: at best or at worst. Yeah, Austin Eckler. Um he is not gonna be um as high as he was last year. Oh, yeah, he's not gonna um, finish at six, obviously. Yeah, yeah six yeah. Um, I have a. I I'm not really high on anything, chargers related. To be honest. Oh yeah. Um. Austin, they could possibly just use only Austin Eckler as their whole offense. He's also 25. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Everybody here's young, bro. Um. His greatest asset is his receiving work. Oh my god. He makes <sighs> so many. Ninety two. Oh, receptions yeah he was essentially a Uh. he was basically a wide receiver who would rush yeah if this if you were in a half ppr or
0: ppr league you need to be prioritizing austin eckler over some people because because of that
1: very fucking reason yeah or yeah and you know for those of you in keeper leagues you know i know you drafted him super value like fourth fifth round Mm -hmm. i would definitely consider keeping him there um you know my biggest issue is the pieces the pieces around him most notably the quarterback oh yeah um whatever Tyrod taylor is going to do is going to negatively affect austin eckler Oh for sure Tyrod loves to um, run the ball himself he lo- yeah it, if he does check down to austin eckler which isn't going to be which i hope is going to be a lot but i i can't count on it you know going from philip rivers who loves the check down and also, also is accurate by the way <laughs> yeah exactly um Tyrod Taylor is not really known for accuracy, and he's more like a black hole of fantasy in terms yeah. of you know he'll get his points, mm-hmm. but everyone around him is not going to you know produce. And I can't trust I can't trust uh, Herbert Justin Herbert. Oh no, the rookie. Whenever he eventually usurps Tyrod Taylor, um, that's probably when I think he'll. Um, be a lot more, um, reliable. Right. Um, but until Tyrod Taylor is gone and away, um, that's why he's so low for me compared to, you know, Jesse and Evan. Um, but still 15. He's a good running back too. I like him.
0: All right. So, uh, we had a couple players who, uh, got ranked top 15, but didn't make the overall top 15. Um, Adam, you have Le'Veon Bell at 14. So you're feeling pretty good about him here.
1: Yes, um so his worst year was last year and yes. he, and he was still 14. Um my argument was that he had a r- extremely rough start the whole Jets team had a rough start because Sam mm-hmm. Darnold was not there for the first 4 weeks uh because of the mono. I think <laughs> Sam yeah, I know. and the ghosts. And the ghosts. Um Le'Veon Bell is he is a great talent. It's just that when I I watched a few of the, uh, fortunately, a few of the Jets games <laughs> last year, yeah. um, you know when they came down here uh, to Jacksonville because my dad really wanted to see Gardner Minshew for some reason. All right. Um, but um, <clears throat> a lot of the plays that I saw him get stuffed, I think he had like below sub four. Uh, rushing
0: 3.2 average Uh, which is a complete anomaly compared to the rest of the year yeah
1: a lot of the handoffs that he was given there was a giant wall of opposing Ah. players (laughs) to go into you know you know we all like to praise um bell with his patience but with that o-line it can't you can't really be patient because they're they're already on their on their backs yeah (laughs) Um, you know, if you, you know, if you're, if you get handed the ball and you're already getting tackled from behind the line of screen, it's a, it's a miracle that he was able to get 3.2. Yeah. Um, he, I don't, I think he had maybe like one run that was like, I think his longest run was like around 19 yards last year. Yeah. And it, it only happened like once, um, with Sam Darnold, um, I think he'll be able to do a lot better now that they're actually going to have well whatever amount of training camp that they have um, a full covid training camp together <laughs> covid training camp um
0: something that caught my eye and actually made me like do a like a what was uh he had 78 targets and 66 receptions that's, that's quite a-, a lot and they've invested in their offensive line in the mm-hmm. off season I think I might have him too low. I think you might have convinced me. I got um, him at twenty two. That I, I think that might be that's too far down.
1: Yeah. Um, also, Le'Veon Bell. Um, the, I, a lot of these la- uh, last three, not these last three. Le'Veon Bell, I have him in like the tier of super high value running backs because oh, yeah. you're gonna get him like third, late third, middle of the fourth rounds mm-hmm. running back, and for that price, that's very enticing because you know last year, just like Todd Gurley, his draft stock was very high, and you expected him to be just as just as good as he was in Pittsburgh, and you paid for that cost. Um,
0: Le'Veon's currently going three o four.
1: There you go. So like he'll be a running back two for a lot of teams, which mm-hmm. I will seems accept. about fair. Seems about fair.
0: All right, and the last uh, player we wanted to mention, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Of Kansas City, the new rookie. Quite honestly, the reason I have got him at fifteen, that's really the reason he he's even on this list that we're talking about, is I just I think we're gonna get the the new Kareem Hunt, the new awesome explosion. You I mean Kansas City is a fantasy monster of production, so I know your big concern on is Damian Williams, but I think Damian Williams will be
1: out of the picture a lot quicker than we think. Um You say that, but Damien Williams literally won the Super Bowl for them, and teams do not forget that.
0: That's a good counterpoint. I didn't even think about that.
1: See, when players do well in big games, they are really hard to get rid of. Yeah, even if they suck (laughs) otherwise. (laughs) Um, See Nick Falls. Oh, ah. got him. Got him. But uh, yeah, I really like Clyde Edwards Hiller. It's just that you know, Damien Williams is in the way. And unless we have a, you know, cream hunt situation in his rookie year when Carlos Hyde went down, um, I don't see him breaking the top 15. Um, he'll be, I I could see him maybe like top 24. Okay. But, so, um, it's,
0: it's more likely an RB two than an RB
1: one. I mean, I would still be scared. It is his
0: rookie him. year too on top yeah. of it.
1: I would, st- yeah, I would still be scared drafting him as a running back too. Um, four ten, so the back of the fourth round there. Oh man, that's that's. F- would okay, you rather have I David
0: guess. Johnson or Marlon Mack? Actually, Todd Gurley's below him. Would you rather have Todd Gurley or Clyde Edwards-Helaire?
1: Oh, I'll take Todd Gurley.
0: Oh, and hope that uh, hope that
1: hope that the Spicy. knee hope that the knee stays healthy. Okay. Okay. I mean, because at that, cause around that, that's just you're taking shots anyway. So. yeah, for yeah for running backs.
0: All right, that wraps up our top fifteen running back debate. Stay tuned next week. Uh, we're actually gonna take a little break. We're gonna do a mock draft, and then we'll come back with wide receivers and finish up with tight ends. As always, guys, you can find us at fourthanddirty dot com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at fourthanddirty. Don't be shy. This is the time now. To start putting in the prep work if you really wanna make a difference in your season coming up here. I mean, we're only like five, six weeks out. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's getting there. It's getting real
1: close. Adam, where can we find you at, baby? You can find me both on Twitter and Instagram, both handles atom one two four one. You can find me at Facebook,
0: Instagram, and Twitter at Madonna Jesse at Jesse Madonna. Uh, you can find Evan if you want to congratulate him on whooping some ass at Evan the on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that motherfucking shit. Don't worry, he's fine. He'll be back next week. We just we wanted to take a take a little break. All right, guys, see you next week. See you.